Hello everyone and welcome to Christ Fellowship Online. My name is Jeannie Rodriguez and I want to thank you so much for joining us. If this is your first time, I want to invite you to pause the broadcast and fill out a connection card at cfmiami.org connect. This will help us connect with you and know how we can best serve you during this season. And now, a special message by Pastor Carlos. Here's what the Word of God says. Honor. Say with me, honor. Honor. Say it like you mean it. Honor. Honor. Honor your father and your mother. And all the parents say amen. So that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. I want to invite you to have a seat now. You know, I have been coming to Christ Fellowship for 10 years, and I've been on staff for nine years, and I've been so thankful to be a part of this team and to be an employee of Christ Fellowship. And throughout the nine years, I've been able to develop uh, close friendships with our campus pastors. Uh, We have a group chat together. We pray for each other. We encourage. We also involve some humor as well. And I've been able to develop a good friendship with Pastor Gideon from our downtown campus. Yeah, Pastor Gideon is awesome. If you ever meet him, he's just a great, godly man. And if you meet Pastor Gideon, you will quickly realize that he is Samoan. He is very proud of his culture. He's very proud of his heritage, of his background. And several months ago, he was sharing with our entire staff about something that is so popular in the Samoan culture, and it is called the Hakka Dance. Maybe you've heard of it. In fact, we had a couple guys that did that this past Saturday at our bro at 19. But the haka dance, it's made up of a group of men, and sometimes women are involved. And it's this big group of people, and it involves vigorous movements. It involves stomping of the feet and chanting and a lot of passion, a lot of energy, and a lot of emotion. But folks, when a group of people do the haka dance towards someone or towards to a couple, it is the highest form of honor that can be exemplified and displayed to that person. In other words, whenever a group of men or women do the haka dance, they are honoring that individual in the highest form that can possibly happen in that culture. Now, I want to share a video with you, and if you've never watched the haka dance be performed. I want to let you know that it is intense and it could be a little different. We're not used to it in this culture. However, there's a lot of passion and a lot of emotion. In fact, take a look at this video. That's some powerful stuff. Did you see the emotion 
and the passion. Did you see how that bride felt so honored that there were tears coming down her cheeks? She felt so valued and so respected. You see, in the Samoan culture, they are intentional of showing honor to those who deserve to be honored. Now, let me bring that over to our teaching for today, because God not only desires for us to honor our parents, but he commands us to honor our parents. He commands us to honor our father. He commands us to honor our mother. But I don't have to tell you that in this culture, the idea, the concept of honoring our parents is something that has been forgotten. It has been neglected. It almost feels like a foreign or outdated concept. But here's what I want us to know today. In fact, this is our big idea for today. We wreck our lives when we don't honor our parents. Now, you may be thinking, Pastor Carlos, what do you mean about intentionally honoring my parents? How does that even look like? And what do you mean by wrecking my life? What does that even mean? Well, we're going to find out today as we navigate through this passage in Exodus chapter 20. And if you have your listening guides, if you have your smartphone devices, wave them at me. We love to take notes. So make sure you take out that smartphone and take some notes on our app. And here's the first point that I want you to write down today. God commands us to honor our parents. God commands us to honor our parents. Here's what the word of God says in Exodus chapter 20. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Now, let me give you some context to set up the teaching for today. Because when God gives the Ten Commandments to Moses, this is the time that the Israelites are in the wilderness. If you ever study the book of Exodus, you will read that the Israelites spent about 400 years in Egypt as slaves. But God would use Moses and he would deliver his people and take them to the promised land. But before they got to the promised land, they would spend about 40 years in the wilderness. And this is the setting that takes place when God gives these 10 commandments. And here's what I want us to discover because there's something very profound about this commandment. Because the first four commandments that God gives Moses and he gives us have to do with our relationship with God, Amen. our personal relation with God. Here's what commandment number one is. You shall not have no gods before me. Commandment number two, don't have any idols. And we learned about that last weekend. Do not take the name of the Lord in vain. Make sure that you take a Sabbath. All those four commandments have to do with our relationship with God, vertical relationships. Now, commandments 6 through 10 have to do with our relationship with other people. For example, do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not lie, do not covet. All those have to do with how we relate to those around us, our society, our culture. But commandment number five is honor your parents. Honor your mother and father. You see, right in the middle between these two set of commandments, God would place this commandment of how we treat our parents. Why 
would God place this commandment as the fifth one in the middle of how we, treat, how we deal with God and how we deal with others? Why would God do this? Because everything begins in the home. Everything we do begins with our families. In other words, our character, who we are becoming, who are we are being formed into, begins at home. In other words, if you are a person or a child who obeys and an adult who honors your parents, chances are you will honor those in authority. Chances are you will honor a teacher, a leader, a boss, a pastor, a government official. Conversely, if you are a person who does not honor your parents, if you are a child who does not obey your parents, chances are you won't honor those in authority. You won't obey a boss, a leader, a teacher, someone who possesses authority over you. Everything begins in the home. And this is one of those commandments that can get neglected often times. So God puts that right in the middle for us. Now, I want to make a distinction between obedience and honor. Because if we go to the New Testament, the book of Ephesians chapter 6, the apostle Paul writes the following, children, obey. Say with me, obey. obey. Say it like you mean it, obey. obey. Obey your parents in the Lord. Now, if you are a student, students make some noise, middle school, high school students make some noise, yeah? Yeah, make some noise, come on. You got to obey your parents. You have to fully submit to their orders, no questions asked. But there's a difference between obedience and honor. And the word that God uses in Exodus is not obedience, it is honor. Why? Because this is a universal principle. Because once you leave your parents' home and you're not under their authority, you are a young adult, you don't have to obey your parents. You should seek their advice. You should seek their counsel. But you don't have to obey them. You don't have to do what they tell you to do. However, you still honor your parents. Because the word that God uses in Exodus is the word honor. And here's what the word of God says in Exodus chapter 20. Honor, say with me, honor. honor. Say it like you mean it, honor. honor your father and your mother. Now, if you're taking notes, I want you to circle or underline that word honor. We've told you many times that the New Testament was first written in Greek. The Old Testament was first written in Hebrew and then translated into other languages. And that word honor in the Old Testament is the word kavad. It's the word kavad, and it has such a profound meaning because it means to have value, to have worth, and for it to be a weighty matter. In other words, the idea of honoring our parents, this is the next point that I want you to write down, is a weighty matter. You see, in biblical times, in ancient times, the more a coin would weigh, the more value it had. The bigger it was, the more value it had. In other words, what God is reminding us is that this principle of honoring our parents should be a weighty matter, should be something important. But I don't have to tell you that in our culture today, in our society today, oftentimes it can feel like a foreign concept, like an old school thing, like an outdated 
thing. You know, a couple months ago, my wife called me and I was in a meeting and I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't pick up the phone because I was in the middle of a meeting. But then she called me twice and whenever Shawnee calls me two times in a row, I better pick up. So I told the person, I'm like, hey, excuse me, I got to pick up this phone, phone call. And so I go, hey, babe, what's up? What's up? Is everything okay? Yeah, yeah, babe, everything's okay. But babe, 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 guess what? Guess what? I go, what's going on? Guess what? Guess what? You, you, you wouldn't believe what just happened to me. I left home right away to go to Marshall's really quick. And I took the children and I forgot to take my wallet. And a police officer, police officer pulled me over. I said, okay. And what happened? I got a ticket. I was like, it's okay, baby. No, it's not okay. As I was waiting for him to give me the citation, someone from the church was driving by and saw me. <laughs> and I said, what you do? I hid my face. I didn't want him to see me. But it doesn't stop there. What happened now, babe? They sent me a text message and they asked me, was that you in that van? <laughs> and I said, would you, did you respond? Not yet. Like, babe, respond. No, this is my first ticket. I can't believe it. I'm like, I've got so many citations. It's going to be fine. They'll dismiss the case. But you know what happens when you get a ticket. In the mail, you're going to receive your court date. And so guess what happened? Every single day, Shawnee was waiting for that court date mail. Every single afternoon before, she did not care about the mail. We would just throw away all the stuff from Publix and Sedano's and Winn-Dixie. But now this thing, this picking up the mail, getting the mail, became a weighty matter. Not for me. I'm going to be honest with you because I knew they were going to miss the case. But for her, it became so important. And finally, she got her court day and her case was dismissed because she was fine. I told the baby everything was going to be okay. But folks, can I remind you today that the way that we view our parents honoring them should be something important, not neglected like getting the mail something outdated that doesn't even matter anymore. Oh, that is an old school thing. No, it isn't. It isn't an old school thing. And the opposite of honor is to dishonor. And here's what I want you to write down today. Neglecting to honor your parents is to treat them as common or ordinary. Oftentimes we think dishonor means saying shameful things about our parents or saying things that are disrespectful or saying ill will things towards them and their character. But folks, a form of dishonor is to treat them as common, is to treat them like an ordinary person, like they're just another person, like they're just a friend, like just an, a bestie, a bro, your friend, a coworker. That is a form of dishonor. You know, some time ago, I was watching on social media a video of Cristiano Ronaldo. He's a very famous soccer player, perhaps one of the best athletes. He used to play for Real Madrid. Any soccer fans here? Come on, make some noise, soccer fans. Yeah, not alone here. And Cristiano Ronaldo decides to go to Spain, Madrid, Spain, and he disguises himself as an older man and begins to play soccer by himself in the middle of downtown. And folks, people begin to ignore this guy and they treat him just like an ordinary common person. In fact, take a look at this video.
Agora um toque, um toque. Toma, um dois. Um. Senhor, senhor, um dois. Ao menos. Queres dar o número de telefone? Oi! Oi! Digo, um minuto. Como te chamas? Nicolás. Folks, don't miss that. Because when he was disguised as an older man, people were ignoring him. He was just another common older man playing soccer. They thought he was crazy. He asked a young girl for the, her phone number. She said, no, thank you. I'm sure she's regretting that now. She said, come back, come back. Let me give you the number. But the moment that they realized who he was, it became a huge deal. Everyone came towards him. They started asking him for pictures. They posted videos about him on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. They wanted his autograph. Can I remind you today that your parents are not just common people. They are a huge deal in spite of the flaws, in spite of their imperfections, in spite of the mistakes they have made in life. You are here because of your parents. You are here today because of your dad. You are here today because of your mom. In spite of everything they've done, in spite of their imperfections. But I know what some of us may be thinking today. Pastor Carlos, you just don't get it. You've never met my mom. Wow. You've never met my dad. My mom is always trying to teach me how to deal with my finances when her finances are a mess. My dad is always trying to teach me how to be a man when he is not a man himself. You see, I had gone through so much emotional abuse. There's so much bitterness in my heart. You don't understand, my parents abandoned me. Folks, I get it. I've been a pastor for several years, and I've heard some horrific stories. I get it. But can I remind you today that there is a blessing behind your obedience. There is a blessing behind your obedience. In fact, look at what the word of God says in Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Now when God writes that verse, that passage about living long in the land is specifically for the Israelites because the Israelites were getting ready to go into the promised land. However, if you go to Ephesians chapter 6, look at what the Apostle Paul says. Honor your father and mother, which is the first command with what? A promise. So that it may go well. Say with me, well. well. 
Say it like you mean it well. And that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Now that verse doesn't have to do so much with the quantity of your life, but rather the quality of your life. In other words, when you honor your dad, when you honor your mother, your mom, it will go well with you. You will have a flourishing life. Because here's what happens when you don't honor your parents, and I want you to write this down as your next point. When you don't honor your parents, you wreck your life with resentment. With resentment. Oftentimes we can feel bitterness, anger, resentment in our hearts because some of the things that our dad did not do or our mother did not do, and that resentment not only wrecks your life and your heart and your soul, it transfers over to those around you. You carry that to your spouse, your husband, your wife, your children, your grandchildren. All those around you are affected by that resentment towards your parents. In fact, when I was studying this passage, I read an article from Mayo Clinic, which is one of the leading medical clinics of our country today, and it shared how resentment and unforgiveness can affect you as a person, not only psychologically, but also physically. It says, when you have resentment in your hearts, you bring anger and bitterness into every relationship and every new experience. You have a propensity to become depressed or anxious. You become so wrapped up in the wrong that you can't enjoy the present. You feel like you have no value or purpose. Not only does it affect you psychologically, but it also affects you physically. It leads you to having a weaker immune system. But when you remove that resentment from your heart and that unforgiveness, here are the effects. It leads you to have healthier relationships, improved mental health, lower blood pressure, stronger immune system, stronger self-esteem. Here's what's interesting. One of the leading medical clinics of our country is affirming God's word. It's affirming God's word. Honor your father and mother so that it may go well with you. Not only do you wreck your life with resentment, you also wreck your life with regrets. Write that down as your next point, with regrets. Unfortunately, you know what is the place that honor takes place the most? It is in a funeral. In a funeral is the place where honor takes place the most. And as a pastor, I have never had anyone tell me, Pastor Carlos, I regret honoring my dad. Never has that happened. I regret honoring my mom. What happens to me as a pastor, when people come to tell me, Pastor Carlos, I regret not spending enough time with my mom. Pastor Carlos, I regret arguing so much with my parents about things that do not really matter in this life. I regret not sharing a meal with them as often as I can. I regret not honoring my parents. And oftentimes people are filled with so much resentment and regrets because they didn't follow 
this command. And for that, perhaps that's you here today. But here's what I want to encourage us, because I want to give us some two practical ways that you can honor your parents. You honor your parents in word. You honor your parents in word. Here's what the word of God says in Proverbs chapter 20. God takes so seriously how we speak of our dad or our mom. If someone curses their father or mother, their lamp will be snuffed out in pitch darkness. Yes, I know your parents are not perfect. They are imperfect. They have flaws. They have shortcomings. There are things that they've done wrong in life. However, use every opportunity not to elaborate on the things they've done wrong, but rather use your mouth to bless them and speak words of encouragement to their life. You know, my son, my oldest son, he's five years old, and he can use the smartphone better than I can, and perhaps many of us here. And something that Noah does is that he'll send me text messages from, his, from my wife's phone. And so I know that it's Noah because he has some misspellings and incorrect grammar. And so the other day I was at work and I pulled my phone and it's a text from my wife, but it was Noah. And I wanted to share it with you today. And this is, I screenshot it. And he put, I love you so much. This is supposed to be thank. And that H is supposed to be a you. So, and I have no idea what this is here. I have no idea what this is. But folks, can I tell you what that message did to my heart? Can I tell you what that simple message did to my soul? How it encouraged me, how it filled me with laughter and joy. At that very moment, I felt so honored to be his father. When was the last time you picked up your phone and you sent a text message to your dad? to your mom. Dad, I appreciate you. Mom, I love you. I'm so thankful for the sacrifice that you have made in my life. When was the last time you picked up the phone without needing something from them? You just want to encourage them. That's why the word of God says in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 24, gracious words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. Every time you send a text message to your parents, you are honoring them. Every time you call them to see how they're doing, how they're checking up on them, you are honoring your parents. Every time you speak well of them, you are honoring your parents. Not only do you honor them in word, you also honor them in deed. Indeed, Psalm chapter 71, verse 9 says, do not cast me away when I'm old. Do not forsake when my strength is gone. In other words, don't forget about me when I have become old. John chapter 19, Jesus is hanging on the cross, about to breathe his last breath. Here's what the word of God says. When Jesus saw his mother there and the disciples whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. Jesus is breathing his last breath. He's on the cross about to die for the sins of mankind. And he tells John, one of his very disciples, take care of my mom. She is old in age. Make sure that you protect her and provide for her. We are to honor them indeed. Take them out for a meal. You know, we have a little rule in my house between my wife and I. 
Whenever we go to dinner with my parents and Shawnee's mom, they, they, all, they live here in Miami, whenever we go to dinner, we always pay for them. We always pay for them. If my brother's there, we go half and half. So he's good about that too. So he's awesome. He's here as well. But we always pay for them. Why? Because they have sacrificed so much. You know, they say, you know how much it costs to raise a child from birth all the way to the age of 18? $249,000. And if they come back after college, even more. I still have a lot that I owe them. I don't do it because of that, but I'm about 247 right now. I still have a lot to go. But I want to honor them with that meal. When I was a young boy as a child, my mom, we would go to Publix at times or Winn-Dixie, and she would take me to Western Union, and she would take out her wallet, and she would take out some cash, and she'll begin to write a form and I would ask my mom, what are you doing? I had no idea what she was up to. And she would tell me, I'm sending money to your abuelita. My grandparents, they lived in Colombia. My grandmother still lives in Colombia. And I want to honor them with this. They always provided for me first, and they took care of us and my siblings. But my mom exemplified what it means to honor her parents. Parents, can I be honest with you? You want your children to honor you at an old age? Model it for them now. You want your children to honor you at an old age? Model it for them now. Be that example. And here's why this is so important. And I want you to write this down as your last point for today. When you honor your parents, you honor God. Every single time you honor your father, Every single time you honor your mother, you are honoring God Almighty, your heavenly Father, who gave it all. He sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for you. And the way that you honor your parents is a reflection of how you honor God, which is why this command is so serious. And God puts it right in the middle because it begins at home. You know, as I was preparing this message, I've tried to do as best as I can to honor my parents, but as I was preparing this message, God convicted me because there have been times in my life that I have not honored my parents like I should. I have not been as intentional as I should. There are times where my mom calls me or my dad calls me and I'm thinking of all these other things in life and I'm not placing the attention that they should have towards them. And I've been blessed to have two amazing parents. My dad and my mom, they're both here with us and they both serve in this church. And I wanted to take this moment to honor both of them in front of my entire church family. Dad, mom, I just honor you today. I'm so thankful because you raised me in the ways of Christ. You always impressed the gospel in my heart and you challenged me and encouraged me to pursue my goals and my dreams. But you always told me, put Jesus first. Put your faith first. Mami, papi, hoy te honro en frente a la iglesia. Gracias porque me enseñaste la Biblia, la palabra de Dios. Ha sido una fortaleza en mi vida y siempre me empujaste para seguir a Cristo y ser un hombre de Dios. Y hoy te honro. I love you guys.
You can have a seat. Thank you. God bless you. If you've done a great job of honoring your parents, I want to encourage you to continue to honor them. Continue to lead the way so that it may go well with you. Perhaps you're here today and you no longer have your parents on this earth. The way that you can honor them is by speaking well of them and who they are. Or maybe you have not done a good job of intentionally honoring your parents. Can I just challenge you today? Today, not tomorrow, not next week. Take some time and reach out your phone and call dad, call mom. And say, I'm thankful for you. I love you. I'm praying for you. I appreciate you in my life. Whatever the Lord puts in your heart, but do it today, not tomorrow. And maybe you're here today and you have not been blessed to have great parents and you feel abandoned or you feel alone. I just pray that God's spirit, peace and comfort and joy and forgiveness and love, mercy, grace may fill your heart and overwhelm you today. And the word of God says in Psalm 27 verse 10, I want to encourage you. Here's what it says. Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. Probably you didn't have a good earthly father, but you have an, an incredible heavenly father. How many of you believe that today? Come on and give Jesus a shout of praise. Let's pray. Father God, we just come before you and we thank you, God Almighty, for this time and this opportunity that we can gather together and worship you and learn about your word. God, we thank you because you are the reason why we're here today, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that you died and you were risen from the grave. And God, I pray for everyone here. Lord, we are all children. I pray for those who have honored their parents. May this message be an encouragement to them to continue on. I pray for those who no longer have their parents here on this earth. God, may they speak well of their parents. May they honor them by the way they speak of them. God, I pray for those who perhaps have a lot of unforgiveness and bitterness and anger towards their father or their mom. Fill them with your peace and your joy and your forgiveness and your mercy and your grace. And God, I pray for those who are thinking, I have to do a better job. Lord, may this thing, may this command not be forgotten, Lord, and neglected. God, may we carry on and do what you have called us to do. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, maybe you're here today for the first time and you're joining us. This is your first weekend here. Or perhaps you've been coming here for many weeks or maybe you're watching us online and you've never made a decision to follow Christ. My friend, I want to tell you today that none of us here are perfect. The Bible says that we are all sinners. We have all fallen short of God's glory, of God's standard. But here's the beautiful thing. And here's the promise, the Bible says in Romans 10, that if anyone calls out on the name of the Lord, you will be saved. That is a prayer that God will always answer with a yes. And today you have an opportunity to make a decision to follow Christ, to live for God alone. He will be your heavenly good, good father. So if you're making that decision, I want to lead us in a prayer. 
It is not the words that save you, save you, but rather the condition of your heart. And God wants your hearts and he wants your life. So there where you are, you can repeat the same exact words that I say or you can pray something similar. God Almighty, I come before you and I recognize that I am a sinner in need of saving. Jesus, I believe that you died, you were buried, but you were raised from the grave on the third day. And I give you my life today. Be my Lord, be my Savior, be my best friend. Thank you, Lord. I worship you today. I repent from my sins. I turn away from my old life and I run to you. Thank you, Jesus. It's in your name that I pray. Amen and amen. If you want to take your next step as a believer, we want to hear about it. Let us know at cfmemmy.org slash connect and filling out a connection card. We want to thank you so much for joining us. We love you and God bless.